y'all, this is What Fresh Insight, a show that looks at the big questions from new, unexpected angles. Who are we? What is really going on? And how do we bring good into this mundane, sublime, spiritual, and sometimes silly world of ours? I'm Sarah Bariza, a writer and musician. So I have to confess, I do not have any particular insight for you this week, but I have news, news that I have been sitting on for a few weeks. Back in January, I decided to resign my full-time job, and this past Sunday was my last day on that job. Now, that is a huge change in my life, and it's not a change that I had been planning for a very long time. If you had asked me, uh, you know, at the beginning of December, Sarah, are you going to be um, doing something entirely different in March? I would have been like, "What what are you talking about? But here I am, having made a big change in my life and a change that I am in many ways uh, very comfortable with. I know that this is the right choice for me and the right choice for my family, but it's a very strange choice because I don't know what happens next. And I am a capital P planner. If you have been following my work online for any length of time, you've probably heard me talk about my planning systems and how I how I manage days and how I manage weeks and how I think about organizing my work so as to be most productive. Well, also blah, 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 blah. And um, I did not have a really big plan for this. In fact, someone close to me, someone who's a mentor to me said, well, Sarah, this is, this is something you've never done before. It's time for you to step out in faith and trust God <laughs> and just step out in faith and do this thing. Um, and of course, I'm a religious person. So theoretically, that sounds great. Yeah, I'm just going to step out in faith and, you know, trust God. Yeah. But I have to say that's, that's a really hard thing to do <laughs> in practice, especially um, when you're the kind of person like me who looks change in the face and goes, oh, or I could you know, maybe not. Um, I'm not particularly a person who's like, who looks at change and thinks, oh, what a great adventure. Rather, I'm like, "Mm, well, let's go slow and steady and accumulate experiences and skill sets and have a long-term plan. And actually, I need a five-year plan in, in addition to the yearly plan, which, you know, on one hand is a great way to be productive, but is also a great way to give myself the illusion of control, which in fact, we we really don't have in which this pandemic has in so many ways showed us that we are really not in control of our lives in the ways that we thought that we were. A few weeks ago, I had an episode about change. um, And I was at that time thinking about this kind of change, though not in an explicit way. And one thing I talked about was the end of history illusion, which is this uh, thing that researchers have identified where people think that who they are at this particular point in time is their final form but they acknowledge that, that they've changed in the last 10 years in really significant ways. One of the things about that kind of change is that we can usually only see it in retrospect. We don't notice today that we're different from what we were yesterday, but rather we see 10 years ago and we think, oh yeah, I've changed since then. Now, of course, one thing that we love about novels and movies are that the, that the storytellers have pulled out that internal change and made it visible in ways that in our actual daily lives the lives that don't have these neat little story arcs, we we don't really perceive that change except in retrospect. But some changes, like the one that I just made, are really, really obvious in the moment. And they have have big consequences in the moment. They have potential. They have things like a clean slate. Uh, They have a a sense of freedom and liberation and, ooh, what's going to happen next? Uh, But they also have, or can have, things like a loss of identity. Um, If we're talking about births and deaths, they can bring a lot of grief. Change can be really hard, especially when it is this like big picture kind of change that brings with it not just 
one set of changes, but a whole series, a whole domino-like sequence of changes. I have a book coming out in a few weeks, Professional Christian, Being Fully Yourself in the Spotlight of Public Ministry. And I have an extended section in that book about transitions. And I was doing the copy edits in January and going like, oh, I have to take my own advice on transitions. What do you know? And in that section, I talk about being in sync and out of sync and how sometimes our the, the fabric of our life becomes kind of out of sync with other parts of our life. Here's what I mean. You know something is going to change and someone else doesn't know what this is going to change. And you are not necessarily lying by not telling that person, but you are waiting for the right moment in time for it to be appropriate to tell this person. Uh, you've taken this job, but it's not public, so you can't tell person so-and-so that, that this is what is happening. And in that kind of situation, the, the the timing of your life is out of sync. One thing is happening while the other thing isn't quite caught up to that new reality. And then you come into a, a place when those things can catch up to each other, when those things can become in sync with each other. The problem is when one part of your life becomes so out of sync with another part that you can't really even imagine a time when those pieces come back together. And that is a time when you have to make a decision to, tra to transition, to move into something different, to make a big change in your life. And that can be really difficult because when things become so out of sync um, in, in some situations, and of course I'm writing in a religious context in my book, um, it, it can lead to people becoming really disingenuous and compartmentalizing and secrets and like all the problems, you know, you can read the book, you can pre-order it. There's a lot of, whole lot of other issues that aren't, you know, related to my personal life, uh, thankfully. But in my particular circumstance, what I am kind of delighted to be back in is in a place where my life is coming back into sync. Things have been out of sync for me for several weeks now, for a couple of months actually. And I'm now able to talk about things in a way that's like, okay, things are coming back into sync. M one part of my life is aligning with the other. My personal life is aligning again with my public life. Um, I'm talking about things like this on my podcast and my newsletter. It wasn't that I was hiding something before, keeping a secret, but rather, hmm, you know, there are certain appropriate times to make announcements. There are times when some things are private, and appropriately so, and then times when those things can become public, which is where I am now. So those are some thoughts on change in my life. I'm not entirely sure where I'm heading in the future. I have some part-time work that I'm doing in the next few months, and um, I'm keeping my eyes open. I know that I'm planning to continue this podcast. I'm planning to resume a more regular newsletter. Uh, since the pandemic started, I have been very, very irregular. So I'm hoping to get back to a much more regular schedule with that. And otherwise, I'm not really sure. I am stepping out in faith, and I'm seeing where I go next. Next up, a read and a delight. So today's read is a, a difficult one, but a really good one. It's called Crying in H Mart, a memoir by Michelle Zauner. This is a book about Korean American identity. It's about food, and it's about not being quite what your parents were expecting or hoping for or wanting. And it's about grief. The author, Michelle Zauner's mother, was diagnosed with terminal cancer. And throughout this book, she is reflecting on crying in a grocery store that reminds her of her mom and the experiences that they had together, the, um, the life that they had together, and how so much of Zauner's life uh, seemed to come to a fruition as her own mother's life was ending. 
it's beautiful, it's poignant, and it says a lot about family relationships. Last but not least, a delight, I want to recommend the children's TV show Bluey. It's on Disney Plus and you can watch some of it online. It is absolutely hilarious, and I say this as someone who's watched way too much children's television in the last five years. Uh, most of it is so dumb, but Bluey is hilarious. It's so funny, while also having like a really good messages, but not like bonking you over the head with like, here is the moral lesson of the story. Very funny, um, and won't make you want to like uh, tear your hair out because you're having to watch an episode yet again. Thanks for listening to this episode of What Fresh Insight. I'll be back next week, and I mentioned I'm going to try and do my newsletter more regularly, so if you'd like to get on that, sarah-bariza.com, and of course, I'm also on Instagram. See you next week. Bye.